Welcome to Heidi's Lemonade Stand, where we celebrate the triumphs of people who have overcome their own life's challenges and made our world better. People who have taken life's lemons and made lemonade. I am Heidi, your host. Thank you for joining me. Well, welcome to the Lemonade Stand, Kate. I'm super excited to get to know you. So start out by telling me a few things about yourself. I grew up in Alabama. I'm a Southern Belle, moved to Utah 20 years ago and thought that I would leave. And I love it here so much. Um, I learned how to ski and have four kids and this is home. I love it. I'm glad you're here. And I'm so glad to meet you. And here, I want to hear your lemon to lemonade story. I want to hear why you do what you do. So I'll share a personal story. I actually love to to tell this because it's my own story. And again, it's why I do what I do and why I love what I love. I have, and I have several of these, but one lemonade story that I'd like to tell is after getting divorced and being a stay home you know, single mom and, and doing this kind of on my own. I remember feeling like I can never get divorced. I'm never going to be able to do it on my own. I'm I'm not going to be able to do this. And so that being in that space of self-doubt and not knowing what my skill set was, I graduated with a degree in business and I started a nonprofit as I guess I would say it was a hobby because honestly, I never figured out how to monetize that, how to take my friend's money, if you will, and pay myself. But what I did learn through that experience is that when I got divorced and I was feeling like, I don't know how I'm going to go out there and make it happen and do anything, I had two options. I felt like I can either go back to school and get a further my education or I can get out there and just start to learn. And I went to work for a year with no pay. I decided that what I was gonna do is put myself around really smart people and learn and listen. And I sat at boardroom tables I would never have gotten to be at or been invited to. And I would just listen and start to observe and hear what people had to say and learning from these experiences I got invited and asked to throw the launch party for Nugent. And then here I am, the CEO behind the desk running this good news magazine. And when I look back seven years ago and where I was versus where I am today, that is a huge, huge lemonade story. Because like me, I think there are a lot of moms out there, single moms who are feeling like, I don't, how am I going to do it? What options do I have? I don't even know where to start. Fast forward seven years, here I am. And it's, it's powerful. It's really powerful. Very inspiring. When I decided to leave home and not be a stay at home mom and be with my kids, um, it was really important for me to do something that I love. I wanted to feel like I come home every day and I'm happy and I'm excited and I enjoy what I do. And so it made perfect sense when I had the opportunity to come run Nugent Good News because it's positive, feel good. And that's what matters to me most. I love hearing people's stories of either overcoming challenges or something that felt difficult at the time. I love to see how people pivot and make 
different moves and whatever it is that they're aspiring to get to or goals where they're going. And um, I love the aspect of the Nugent Good News platform focusing and on charities and foundations and all of the good that they're doing and being able to feature and highlight them and talk about them. We have so many amazing people in Utah doing such great things. And I get to be a storyteller of those things. That is so wonderful. That is my life too. And I love it. And that's why okay. I wanted to connect with you. I'm like, wait, we're doing the same thing. This is so cool. I love talking to people who are making a difference are trying to change the world and bring great things to our world. And I love that. So I do too. And, and you too, right? It's, it's that feel good. What we focus on grows. Absolutely. And the more we focus on the things that feel good, the more we feel better. So yes. So what made you decide or how did you find this magazine? Um, I have a history in event planning and I love throwing events. It's part of that Southern um, girl and entertaining and um, Nugent had just launched their magazine and they were throwing a launch party and I got asked to throw that launch party and it was such a beautiful concept with so many incredible people that after that was over I had so many ideas it was just that creation started of oh you could do this and and you could you know have it look this way and so I sat with this group of of creators and entrepreneurs who had put this together, um, which that story is really, really fascinating. I'd love to share that later of how the magazine was actually created, but I was, I was intrigued and I wanted to contribute. I wanted to help spread this positivity and be part of the good news movement. And I got asked to run it and I've been able to really create this team of smart, talented people. I've always felt like as a leader, I don't want to micromanage anyone. I like to hire people who are in their genius, who know more than I do and let them do what they do. And I've seen that as um, I've been able to do that, the brand has really grown. We're, uh, we're no longer just a printed magazine. We're a platform. We have a podcast. We have a printed version of the magazine. We have a website that hosts several amazing articles and new things happening in communities each week. We do these live events um, twice a year um, where the, the who's who, if you will, or the, the big influencers, the people that are uh, moving and shaking and making things happen in Utah for good come. And it's just such a great feel good space. Um, it's a place that I love creating with and from and see myself here for a long time. So how did it get started then? What, what's the story? Is there a lemon to lemonade story with how the, because sometimes with good stuff, there's always something that came from that, you know, I usually know. there's a story. Absolutely. So Adam Nugent, who runs Foresight Wealth Management, his team of executives were sitting around a table one day at their weekly meeting talking about the negativity and how there's so much negative input coming from all different sources around that it. it's just really it was hard to find a place for positivity and goodness so as they were all sitting and brainstorming someone throughout the idea you know you should start a media company and adam was you know what a media media company um which they said let's do it so they started the 
the Good News magazine. And um, after two years of just getting so much positive, good response, people reaching out to us and saying, you know what, we want more of this. Where can we read more? How can we be part of this? We want to join this good news movement. We were able to see that people want to feel good. People want more positivity. They want to be able to have a source for good news. And because that need is there, it really took off and expanded in a way that I don't even think Adam realized it would ever um, get to, but he is a positive person and it's the, this platform really radiates a lot of who he is. Going back to your original question of, you know, the lemon to lemonade, it's because we live in a place where there's so much negative talk coming at us and it's, it can be hard to get away from. And when there's a source to go to, it makes it really nice to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to turn off all those other things and I'm going to check my Instagram every day and see what Nugent Good News has to say. Yes, that's what it is. It's providing that little escape for people to find something positive that's guaranteed. I love that because a lot of times, you know, we'll be following certain people and our family and our friends and they have negative stuff to share. And so I love that there's some good things out there that when we really need that, like, let's go to some place that's guaranteed to bring you some joy for a few minutes while you read something, watch something, listen to something. So I think that's great that you're providing that. Yes. Thank you. I do too. I love it. And I want to make sure that we're clear in that in these stories that we tell, there's a lot of like a rags to riches, or there's a lot of lemonade in this, in that these stories of triumph, these stories of, we are all so similar as, as humans, we have different experiences happening around us, but we all have struggles. We all have things that um, that give an opportunity for us to grow from. And we talk about that and they're inspiring because it allows us to create a, or to connect as humans and know that, oh, wow, that guy running that business who I always put on this platform and thought, oh, he must have had, you know, the silver spoon or he must have been a trust fund or he must have had gotten some break, you know, maybe also no matter what the start looks like, you still have to get in it and you have to actually do the work. And as we get in it and do the work, we start to realize we're all figuring things out as we go. And there's no book that tells you how to do everything. And everyone has situations in their lives where they feel like they're at that rock bottom or they're in that hard space or they think their business is going to fall apart or their family's going to fall apart or whatever it is that they were working toward. And there's this kind of gut check moment or this opportunity to say, okay, what am I really made of? Or what can I really do to move through this and learn from it? And when we do that, we get to feel good and feel better but that doesn't mean that there's not moments of like feeling other feelings that might feel less than good. It's about how do we transition through those to get to feeling more good in our lives. Mm. 
That is so perfectly said. That is seriously my theme. It's overcoming life's challenges and making our world better. It's people who have taken lemons and made lemonade. And so I love that you're doing the exact same thing because it really does make a difference to share those stories, to inspire other people. I think people can listen and go, well, you know, kind of that thing that you were saying, well, if they went through it or if they did that, maybe I could get through what I'm going through. Yeah, it, it puts us more on an equal playing field as humans instead of having people feel like there are no other people like them. And when we hear those heartfelt stories about Utahns helping Utahns or, you know, dramatic stories about Utahns overcoming challenges or accomplishing amazing goals, it, it becomes more relatable. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think it just is more inspiring for the rest of us. So I love that you're sharing that. Yeah. And actually I'm a visual learner and I'm a experiential learner. I remember having friends around me really questioning my choice to work for free and they saw my value. And at the time, I don't know that I did. That's the, that's the truth. And so multiple people questioned what I was doing and for a long time. And I knew I knew there was value in it. I knew that relationships matter. And as I started to just show up, almost inviting my pla- myself to places or almost saying, well, what are you doing today? Well, cool. And then I would just get invited. Well, do you want to come? Sure, I'm coming. And so just sometimes just showing up, getting up, getting dressed, being ready for an opportunity that may come and then saying yes and showing up is where we start and not always having to know where we're going or not, not always having to know what's, what I'm going to get from it. It's this, it's this level of trust. And what it really did for me is it gave me an opportunity to learn to trust myself. I actually believe the greatest lesson that we get to learn in life is to love ourselves and trust ourselves. It's hard to do that when everything around us is, is showing us that it's outside of us that it comes from somewhere else, that there's a source, you know, go ask this person, how do you think I look? How do you like this cover of the magazine? Whatever the question is, it's, it's outside of us and that we're seeking um, validation maybe, or just seeking for someone else to tell us what I learned. And what I felt in that is that it never quite fit. It never quite felt right. And it's scary to trust ourselves when we've never been taught how to do that. And I remember I have a really good friend. Her name's Courtney Brown. She runs Sense of Style here in Utah. It's a women's fashion brand. And she asked me, she said, Kate, how do I know how to trust myself? Like, what do I even do? And how do I know that if I asked myself that the answer that I'm getting is right? And I'm going to give you um, some background on that. When I was in Amsterdam eight years ago, it was the first girls trip I had taken and probably, well, since I'd gotten married. So 10 years prior, I went and met my sister in Holland and we were shopping at the Delft store and I had two pots and I said, you know, which, which one do you like? Which, which should I buy? And really annoyed. She turned and looked at me and she said, ask yourself. And I was like, whoa, do we need to like go eat or 
Like, what is going on? I just thought like, ooh. So as it would go, we're choosing where we're going to go eat. And she wants to know, well, where do you want to go eat? And apparently I said, I don't know, where do you want to go? And then we go sit down because she's chosen the place. And then we're choosing what we want to eat. And again, well, I don't know. What do you know? And she just looked at me and she said, Kate, you don't even know what you want to eat. And what I realized in that moment is that I had gotten to a place where I thought being agreeable and being easy was a nice, good thing to do. It was, you know, and, and I really didn't mostly care where we ate, but the key here is that I didn't even know how to check in with myself to ask myself, what does my body need right now? What am I, what am I craving? Or do I need soup because it's cold outside and I just need to warm up? And so what an invitation and offering she gave me in that moment when she said, ask yourself. Um, it started a journey of eight years of going in and learning how to check in with myself and ask myself in every moment, not only, you know, what do I want to eat or what sounds good to eat, but how do I want to spend my time today? Who do I want to surround myself with? And those questions as I've gone in to ask myself have allowed me to check in and ask myself and then making a choice based off that and then seeing results. So coming back to my friend asking me, how do you know how to trust that when you ask yourself, it is that you made the right decision? It's because I start to see the results in my life change. It's I start to see my whole life getting better. And that validates asking. And I still do it. I still, I have a platform um, for coaching and helping um, women specifically, but people in general, because I love everyone. And I feel like my journey to go inward and ask myself has allowed me to learn how to trust myself. And when we get to that space in our lives, that's where the true power and magic comes from, because there's this clarity of this is, this is what I know because I know it. And it's very different than, well, I'm not sure. What do you think? Well, and, and I jumped around and bounced around in lots of different, um, in, in, with it, different employers, different jobs. And I think that's normal trying to figure out what we want. But I am so clear today that being part of this good news platform is in alignment with what my heart and soul feels that there's not a day that I wake up and think, oh, I don't want to do this. I wake up and I am passionate and I'm excited and I love what I'm doing. And because of the journey to get where I am is how the clarity has come. Yep. Taking those lemons and finding the lemonade in it. That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I love the go ask yourself. I think that is so it's such an aha moment for me right now. I just think it's so clarifying of just go ask yourself and then trust yourself to know what you want and what you're desiring and what's best for you. But that's yeah. the way we find out. We 
it's like anything in life. The more we practice, the more we get better at it. There's another um, question that has significantly helped me um, shift from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. This is a phrase that I've coined, or I love to ask, how is this happening for me instead of to me? And that is a perspective shift big time. I had a lot of different things going on in my life. It was kind of a low point after my divorce and my house flooded. And I came home one day and my basement floor ceilings were on the floor. And my girlfriend came over and she just said, Kate, I am so sorry. This is like the worst thing that could be happening. You have so much going on right now. I am so sorry. And at the time I was reading a book, Gabrielle Bernstein, The Universe Has Your Back. And one of the questions she posed was start to look at what's happening in your life and shift that and start to ask, how is this happening for me? And I stopped in that moment and asked myself, how is this happening for me? And it's interesting how the information starts to come when we ask questions. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to get to redo my house. And, you know, all the potty training that's happened for the last 10 years, that carpet's going to be gone. That's a plus. I get to update a little bit, all of the dark wood and the dark things I can paint white. And as I was cleaning out my house from this flood, I really started to purge a lot of old things. And I had a moment where I sat there and knew, you know, I've been asking for a fresh start. I've been saying, I want to start over. And I I know that moving is not what's best for my kids right now. But as this purge was happening and this cleanse was happening literally in April, and I started to think about water and cleansing and renewal, I was overwhelmed with gratitude for this event that felt tragic and the worst thing that could happen at the time to a great gift in my life to be able to keep my kids in the same neighborhood with their friends. But my home felt like a new beginning, a fresh start, a new space. I love that. I, I, I follow the same thing is why is this happening for me? And you've got to look, you know, everything has a gift and, and sometimes you're tested big time to find the gift. Like, what is the gift in this? You know, this seems tragic and terrible and, You've hit bottom, you know, but I love it because I think a house flooding would be really hard to find the gift in that. You're like, nope, this is just bad, bad, bad. But look at you. I love this. It's like, no, you were asking for a fresh start. What better? There you go. There's your answer. There's your fresh start. Those answers don't always come immediately. No. But I do know that when we stick with it and we continue to stay curious and ask the, the ahas start to come, the light bulb starts to, you know, go off and we get to see, okay, this really is happening for me. I often notice people who have these stories of a lot of tragedy in their lives and they're happy. They're really happy. And then there are others who have a lot of abundance in their lives and they're just 
not happy. And I believe the difference in that is perspective. It's how you see what are the lens at which you're looking through things. What's the story that we're telling ourselves? You know, we are the writers of our lives, the stories tellers. We are the creators of it. And if we get to choose what this one great life is, what are we choosing? What are we focusing on? Yes. And that, that goes to gratitude because it's not all the happiest people have the most stuff. The happiest people are the ones who are the most grateful for what they do have. And so you're Absolutely. saying that you're, you're sharing that exact same thing. It's just noticing how blessed we are being grateful for that. And that brings us more joy and peace and happiness. It's a great circle. Gratitude is actually um, one of my daily practices. And in fact, when I started waking up 30 minutes earlier to write and express gratitude, it was a game changer. It really shifted. And that practice has helped me have a different perspective on my life. I often have people say to me, Kate, how have you done it? How have you gone from where you were to where you are today? And I will say that one of the greatest tools is gratitude writing when we can sit and put pen to paper and start to just let it flow. I often have people ask, you know, well, what do you write or how do you know what to write? And the answer is you just grab a piece of paper and a pen and you just literally put your pen on the paper and things will start to come and it builds. So as you write one thing, then you, it leads you to another. And then eventually it's not just thinking the grateful thought, but it's this feeling that starts to come of feeling the gratitude and that feeling, as you said, is just really uplifting. And yeah. that's where you find your peace. And that's where you find your motivation too. I think as we're grateful for things, we notice new things come into our life to be grateful for too. And it, it changes everything. I love that. I love that you take time every day to write it down. I do too. And so I just, everything you say, I'm like, yep, yep, yep. I just, we're the same. I am a journal writer. And sometimes I'd list, you know, one to 10 things. Other days I just start a paragraph and just rant about this amazing thing. I'm so grateful for it. Not rant, just expound on just one thing, you know, and how grateful I am for that. So and just daily prayers or just thoughts in my mind throughout the day. And I even go so far as giving an award, you know, I'll see something and go, oh, I'm going to get like today even. And then I texted the person I was on my run and ran past this house with this amazing yard. Like it's just a few doors down from me, but I've never really noticed how great their yard looks. So I text her, I'm like, your yard gets the award of the week because that's an amazing yard. You know, it looks so beautiful. And of course, it, it meant the world to her to hear that, but I don't know this person. And uh, I just felt like they get the award for the best yard. So I like to try to challenge myself to find the award, you know, give the best sunset or the best flowers or the best yard or just think outside myself and what I'm focusing on all the time and be like, wow, look at all this abundance and all this greatness and all the things to be grateful for outside of my just little spot. I love that. That's how we truly make a difference and create this ripple effect. You know, you don't know what, what that neighbor was feeling or what's going on in their lives, but to just offer some goodness and positivity, what a beautiful thing. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start doing that. I love it. You got to get an award. I'm going to call it the lemonade award. <laughs> the lemonade award. I love that. That's a great idea. I think I'll call it the lemonade award too. That's really fun. I do. And a lot of times I just think it, but I think if I could share this, you know, if 
if I could say, hey, that's the best yard, or I love the color shutters you have, or whatever, and you can tell them, you can leave a note on their door, or you can text them if you know them, and just be like, this is my favorite thing today. It's it is a better fun. way to distract myself from anything I might think I'm dealing with that's hard or stressful. Yeah, what I, we focus on grows. Yep, so. yep. So I find a lot of good stuff. The Lemonade Award. I love it. My cup of sugar goes along with what you and I were talking about with this Lemonade Award that you have inspired. And that is to, to notice the positive good that's out there and to tell people and to share it. Nugent Good News is a platform that really needs everyone else to join the Good News movement and be part of it. It's a community. It's an opportunity for us to share good news about the neighbor down the street or the friend who did a kind thing for someone else. I think often we think that they need to be these big positive stories. There's positivity and good news all around us. And I love getting those stories of just everyday hometown heroes, people being awesome, because that goodness is just as powerful as a big goodness. Yeah, they're affecting their little spot of the world, which sends that ripple effect out to everyone else. So everybody's story is just as important. And I'm the same way. Like, I'm not looking for the famous person, you know, that gets all the attention to interview on my podcast either. I want that person. I want that person who survived something really hard and is willing to share about it and willing to help others overcome a similar thing. That's, that's all I want to do is share those stories to help each other. I believe that every person could be featured in Nugent. Yeah. Good news. And I like to say, we just haven't shared your story yet. Yeah. That's the same. That's the same. And what I love is I reach out to someone and they are great to share with me. You know, I haven't told it. Nobody's told me yet. No, yet. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, Hey, I'd love to talk to you and hear your story. They're like, okay. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, Okay. That's great. You know, and I'm always kind of prepared, but nobody's told me no yet. They either ignore me or they say yes, which, you know, I could take it as they're thinking about it. Right. Cause it's yeah, how we absolutely. look at it. Are or we going to look at it as rejection or are we going to look at it as They'll get back to me when they're ready. You know? I love that. I, <laughs> I believe that timing is really important. And yeah, perhaps they're still cultivating that yeah. lemonade or they're still yeah. stirring in the sugar to get to that place where they can then be ready to come share on your podcast. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I'll take it whenever I get it. It's okay. <laughs> I love to hear people's stories and I love to share the goodness that people have from what they've experienced and what they've been through. So thank you. Thank you for sharing what you're doing. This is wonderful. I love that we're on the same page and that I have support of someone else out there trying to do the same thing I'm doing. So thank you. Absolutely. And thank you. I am honored to be invited to be on your podcast. And um, it's a partnership and a collaboration and spreading and sharing positivity and feel good stories and giving people a platform to do that. Yes. We'll, we'll stick together then. I love that. Yeah. Well, so I hope nice. that everyone tunes in when we have you as a guest on Nugent's Good News Podcast. That would be awesome. I'm very honored. <laughs> that would be really fun. Yeah. Yes. I definitely have a story of why I do what I do too. That's so right. yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Thank you. I appreciate you. 
you're still here? Well, then click on the next episode to hear more of Heidi's Lemonade Stand. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Thanks. <laughs>